I haven't. Um, but I do know that situation occurred. Um, and I can only imagine how he still feels about it, and especially how he felt about it when it initially occurred. Uh, that's devastating. You know, a situation like Terrence Crutcher is you not, not only did you just kill a black man, you killed a father. So now his kids are going to grow up without that father figure, and that's going to change their lives forever. And they're not going to be able to be provided for the same way. And that turns into a perpetual cycle where, okay, he was trying to do better. He was coming from a college course. And now at what point do we say, we need to help these families. We need to do something to make sure that this isn't going to happen continually. Well, you know what's funny to me is I saw Chris Long spoke out about it, but no one wants to talk about what he said and him bringing that to the forefront and speaking out against it because that's where it gets very touchy because a white player standing up for this is like, okay, well, now we really have to address it. It isn't just black people speaking out because they feel like they're being attacked. No, it's a real issue. And it's disproportionately an issue to people of color. And I think it was huge that Chris stood up and took that stand. Um, had a brief conversation with him. And I don't know if he realizes how much that means to this movement and trying to get things changed. What did you say to Chris? Um, we just had a conversation about what the current state of things are and what's going on, what's happening. Um, and ultimately, you know, he made a decision that he wanted to talk about this. It was important to him because he plays with players whose families go through this and experience this and players that have dealt with them themselves. And it's very interesting to me how the situation that happened yesterday, they shot and killed a man and walked around like it wasn't a human being. I mean, people are getting killed and not even being treated as human beings. No one went and checked on them. No one tried to resuscitate them. Nothing. They walked around, went about their business, and made up lies to cover up their murder that they just committed. That's, that's not right. And they should be in prison for that. Did Chris talk about St. Louis and what he went through um, there when he went to the uh, no, we didn't talk about what happened when he was in St. Louis or anything like that. Um, nothing too specific on that front, um, but we did have a good conversation. Have you decided where your money's going to go? Um, currently compiling a list of organizations that I want to work with. Um, what I will be doing is giving out $100,000 a month for the next 10 months. Um, currently putting together a website so be able to track it so everyone can see exactly what organizations the money's going to um, and also making sure that we get an itemized list from the organizations of what they're spending the money on to make sure you know not only that I'm transparent with what I'm doing but these organiza organizations are transparent with where the money is going as well. Have you, I know 
road trips are kind of, you know, you're on the schedule. Are you able to do anything in Charlotte or Seattle or on specific road trips that you guys are taking? Uh, I haven't been able to. You know, we're on a tight schedule. Um, it's also a business trip, so we want to make sure focus is on football during that. Um, but that is something, you know, I want to make sure I'm able to do things not just in the Bay Area but in other communities as well. When, when you were coming off the field in Carolina, either pregame or at halftime, I saw fans directing insults towards you, both verbally and with their hands. What are some of the things that, are, that you're hearing from some people? Just um, and, and how does that affect, what is your view on that? Uh, to be honest, it's something that they they either don't care about what's going on mm-hmm. or they don't understand it, which I find it very hard to, that people don't understand what's going on. I think the message has been out there loud and clear for mm-hmm. quite some time now. Um, so like I said earlier, there's a lot of racism disguised as patriotism in this country, and people don't like to address that. And they don't like to address what the root of this protest is and the root of players across the country, not only in the NFL, but you, know, you have soccer, you have NBA players talking about it, you have high school players talking about it, college players. They don't like to address the issue that's people of color being oppressed and treated unjustly. And I don't know why that is or what they're scared of, but it's something that needs to be addressed. Have you gotten any death threats from this? Um... I've had a few come my way, but not not too concerned about it. Oh. Just strictly through social media or another avenues? Um, a couple different avenues. Yeah, that's pretty scary. Um, Do you alert team security when you hear that kind of stuff? No, I mean, to me, if something like that were to happen, you've proved my point, and it'll be loud and clear for everyone why it happened, and that would move this movement forward at a greater speed than what it is even now. Um, I mean, granted, I don't want that to, I don't want that to happen. That's not a very optimistic. But that's, that's the realization of what, what could happen. Um, I mean, and I knew there were other things that came along with this when I first stood up and spoke about it. So that's not something I haven't thought about. You mentioned wanting to be transparent. Has it been a challenge to kind of vet? I'm sure you've had a ton of people reaching out to you to kind of vet the organizations that you want to work with. Uh, yeah, and that's part of the reason we're being very careful and very meticulous with what we're doing to make sure the organizations that we are working with are grassroots and the money is going to the communities that we want to go to uh, and helping the people that we want to help because, you know, there's a lot of, foundations or organizations where a fraction of the money you donate goes to what the actual cause is and a lot of it's spent on company expenses or whatever you want to call it. So um, that's part of what we want to make sure that we're not allowing to happen uh, when making donations. Who do you have that's doing that process? Uh, I have a few people working on that to make sure everything is you know, transparent, see-through. Uh, and going to the right places. When is this site going to be up and, up, up and running? Um, you know, we're working on it as diligently as possible. I don't want to give a set date because I don't want to put my people on the spot and not have it prepared when we say we're going to, but it's something we're working diligently on to make sure we get up and running as quickly as possible. Is it something where 
you know, your fans, 49ers fans, anybody who's interested can can donate via the site to these groups or um, we're still working on whether or not that would be possible. Um, so those are some of the things we're maneuvering through right now. Uh, but ideally, that would be, you know, the best possible outcome. I have two questions about Charlotte. Did you hear racial slurs directed at you before or after the game? And then did you hear what the, the person who performed the national anthem had to say about you? Um, I mean, I've heard a lot of different things come my way before and after the game. Uh, that's not what I'm focused on. I know there was a lot of player or a lot of fans that were there that were in support um, and we were very happy that this is brought to the forefront of attention in this nation um, and we thought it was very important and supported it. We're happy. Um, I actually even had one of my friends fly out from Nevada to Charlotte to come show support. So, you know, that meant a lot. Um, and I didn't hear about what the national anthem singer yeah, said. complete support. You know, um, I feel you. Yeah, once again, I think it's something that everybody is seeing and realizing that there needs to be changes made. Um, because a situation like Terrence Crutcher or Tyree King, um, where officers might get away with paid leave once again, the police departments and our government is saying a strong message to the communities that that behavior is okay and that ultimately creates a hostile environment in communities because you know, as a black male and black people in those communities, they look at that as a message that, okay, they have the license to kill us whenever they want for whatever reason. So what am I gonna do to protect myself? Whereas a situation like yesterday, if they got arrested, tried, convicted of murder, you also send a strong message to the communities that this behavior isn't okay and this isn't what our police department is standing for. And you build trust in the communities that way as opposed to, well, you know, we're working diligently, but they're on paid leave for the next year. And that's not, that's not the message that should be sent. Colin, do you, you feel a positive ball rolling? Just after the first few weeks of this, I mean, uh, do you feel do you feel a, kind of a positive world that's beyond you? Yeah, I do. I think, you know, other people picking up on the protest and speaking out about it, um, from high school to activists to pro athletes, I think is huge. And I think the more the conversation continues between those communities, more and more solutions will come up on how to fix this and the best way to fix it as quickly as possible. And I think that's important and ultimately the goal. Thank you.